I'm going to be provocative. Okay. Really? Really? Are there ever false allegations of sexual no, assault? never. Never. Once in a blue moon. No, no. <laughs> have okay. the drink. Thank you. Because we need it to go through this. Everybody pay attention okay. to this. Okay. Pay attention to this one, Pay folks. careful attention and please... This is really important. It is. So this is one of the podcasts, and I've never seen this on any of your podcasts. It should have a viewer advisory caution screen that pre you know, starts yeah, yeah, before yeah. this. Because th this is terrifying. And this is terrifying because... If you have a heart condition, right. high blood pressure, right. please be careful. Please be careful. Or if you're pregnant, please be careful before viewing this podcast. Right. It's, it's that bad. Because it's going to okay. make you f***ing angry. Yeah, and, and throw up, potentially, at the end of it. Uh, so so this one terrifies me, and, and the reason it personally terrifies me is because it involves young males being falsely accused of rape. Which is an epidemic. Right. I have two boys, okay? So when you hear this story, when I read this story, I said to myself, this could have been either of my two kids, teenage kids. Like, this could be any teenager. We all live with this fear now. Right, and it's terrifying. So this is a story about Jordan Trengove from England. This is an English case. This all took place in England. So Jordan, it was regular night, 18-year-old kid, decided he was going to go out on a date with Eleanor Williams, who we will learn a lot about in the coming moments. Um, 20, 2019, they go out for a date, standard teenager date, go out for some drinks, Trevor had, I mean, Jordan had no idea what he was about to embark on that night. So they went out. Um, teenage, a bunch of bunch of friends went out drinking. And uh, he didn't pay too much attention to uh, Eleanor, or Ellie, as she came to be known, because at some point in the evening, she uh, jetted out, left them. And, and more importantly, he had his uh, sights set on another girl named Ebony. So... Him and Ebony, they hit it off. They were having a good time. They, they were going to leave, go back to uh, one of their places and continue. Um, unfortunately, on the way home, they decided to get into uh, an argument with the taxi driver and uh, the police were called. That's the least of their concerns. That was a good thing that the police were called. So police show up and they say, you know, you guys are faced. We're just going to drive you to a friend's house or to your houses because you can't be fighting with this poor taxi driver. And that's what happens, you know. Ebony and jo Jordan get driven home. You know, they end up uh, spending uh, the night together at a friend's house. Um, Ebony's with him all night. And again, nothing. They part ways the next day, and it's uh, back to his teenager world after that, okay? Weeks go by. No contact from Allie. Um, Ebony, here and there, they chat. Then he gets the knock on the door, the infamous knock on the door that we hear about so often. We just had an intake today, the knock on the door late at night by the police. A young male. Yeah. Yeah. So please show up and say, hello, Jordan Trang. Are you Jordan Trangrove? Yes. Well, we're here to arrest you on suspicion of raping, drugging, and assaulting Eleanor Williams. He's like, what the f*** are you people talking about? I, I, I went out that night... Uh, yeah, I went out with her on a date, but she took off on me, and I ended up spending the night with uh, Ebony. No, well, we don't care. You know, this allegation has been made. Um, you're being arrested. Jordan, no criminal record, nothing. He cooperates fully with them. He says, yeah, yeah, search me. Here's my cell phone. Take a look at everything I have. Look at my body. If there's any bruising or marks to suggest a struggle with her, there was nothing. 
but the damage was done. He was, was he held now, in custody? <laughs> for 10 weeks. 10, ten week, weeks. 10 weeks, this 18-year-old with no criminal Could record. Your children, your son. Right, right. It's like when people come to us and go, how can this happen to my child? Right. I'm like, pay attention to your f***ing government and their policies. Right. So, once The again, conservative government has said, sorry. Go ahead. I know this is a little that the liberals with bail, with bail reform has not gone far enough. And one of the bail reforms recently had to deal with intimate partner abuse. Be careful what you wish for voters. Go ahead. Yeah. So, again, imagine this is your teenager. Um... He's remanded in custody, as I said, for 10 Three counts weeks. of rape. Three counts of rape. Ellie Williams, the so-called complainant, produces evidence, so-called evidence again. Snapchat, uh, screen, screenshots of Snapchat conversations, including dick pics, including suggestive language, all of that, claiming it was from him uh, that evening. Um and on that basis, um, you know, the charges proceeded. You know, the uh, the police said, you know, the police hadn't conducted a complete investigation by that point, so they didn't realize the Snapchat account she had created at at uh, slowly. Well, this is upsetting, but I'll try to. But be slower. slower. Okay. You gotta. This is so important. This is, this, is, this is such a lesson that we need to learn. Right. Say that slowly. What did she do with the Snapchat account? She created it using the Wi-Fi at the home of her mother. Those fake. The Wi-Fi. Yeah. Fake. Fake. And fake the Snapchat fake. chats. Fake, yeah. And turn them over to the police. Right, right. Like, this was a total and Set utter up. diabolical frame-up. Right. So, no. Know, no. Never no, happens. No, no. People don't make false allegations no, of sexual assault. not at all. That's a f***ing myth. Right. And, and to, quote, to, quote, uh, to quote the poor guy... Prison was very, very scary. I was put in cells with actual rapists, actual pedophiles. I shared a cell with a man who admitted he was guilty of sending pictures to eight-year-olds. So... He spent his 19th birthday spent, in yeah, prison. 19th birthday in prison. At some point, finally, police uh, did some further investigation because the first girl... Or the second girl, Ebony, having heard about all this, she she came, she went to the police and said, "Look, here here's a selfie of us. Here's a selfie of us in the police vehicle at the same time that the other one claimed she was being raped by right. him." So you know, constables scratch their head and say, "Oops, a daisy. Oh, Oops, something's sorry. not stacking something's up here. Something's not stacking up here." You know, you know, she not only did she create fake profiles to frame him and uh, three other victims. He's not the first. She started up explicit conversations with innocent men. Okay, on Twitter, Snapchat, collected the photos, and then renamed them to suggest they were from this poor guy. No, can you imagine? Oh no, no, no! Making no, no. a false allegation. No, it doesn't myth. happen. And then, so, so ultimately. You know, the charges didn't proceed against him, but, and he was a free man to use his words, but his reputation was shot. So, shot to out hell. of jail. Right, read that part. Um, I was barred from everywhere. I was called a rapist. A nonsense. Within a few months, he had to move away. 
I thought it would end, but the first day we moved in, I had someone shout at me, rapist. It was clear then that no matter where I went, someone would always know and would call him a rapist. And I'm going to say this. We posted, for whatever reason, on social media a win that we had recently on a human trafficking case. And the human trafficking term has got a lot of um, negative connotations to it because human trafficking is bad. But our client was innocent, and we explained in the in, in the uh, posting why, and in fact involved a um, a witness for the prosecution who was originally charged with the offenses, and then gave evidence against our client to exonerate herself. No charges were laid against her ultimately, and she testified against him to save her skin. And there was no corroborating, like no corroborating evidence, nothing, like zero. Okay, and you can imagine in human trafficking case that there would be like evidence like posting an ad on on uh on leo's list in canada and on some financial transactions and in fact all our client had done was asked by a friend to take this girl get her into a hotel because she came to toronto at the behest of the friend and so he registered at a hotel under his name under his driver's license in full video surveillance using his points uh membership so he could get more points okay so somebody after we we won and it was a clear victory like yeah whatever somebody wrote i how disgusting i am to boast about this Mm -hmm. again this poor young man is vilified Mm -hmm. because he was charged that's it that's it we as a society have to get f-ing beyond the fact that when somebody's charged, it does not mean they're guilty. It just means they're charged. And the investigation to get somebody charged is nothing. Not much. Not okay? Well. Nope. It's taking a statement. No disrespect to the police. No. Many senior officers will not say it on camera, but will say... We want more discretion. We want the ability to investigate. We want the resources to do it, but we can't get them because the politicians are more interested in putting in place amendments to the criminal code or to other legislation, but not into policing and investigation and not into the system. And police want the discretion and they used to have it and they don't. But people think because you're charged, you're guilty. And that's not true. No. One of my best friends from high school, you know, he became a cop. I became a lawyer. Let's say police officer because I respect the profession. I I do too. He's my friend. I respect him too. One of my great friends is a police officer. Exactly. So he he says to me, you know, he quit the police force. And I said, why? You gave up a pen? You were detective. Don't say force. It's too aggressive. Say service. Service. Okay. What line is that from? I don't know. Do you tell me? Marcy, it's... uh, don't say for it. it uh, oh, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost, one of their British movies. It's great. Oh, you need it's a lifeline. To to you need a lifeline. You may have to call someone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and any of All right, go ahead. Yeah. So he and, said. Anyway, so so he says. What? Hot fuss. Yeah, that's it. Oh, wonderful, Max. Wow, you're good, Max. Thank you. In any event, so I became the lawyer. He became the police officer on the Toronto Police Service. He quit. Why? He quit. He gave up a pension. He gave up 
job security. He gave up because one of the reasons was he said, you know, I used to show up at a he no what? he's he's filming not driving but filming. Our producer it's, it's, can drink and film at the same well, time. Well, I don't know. It's it's well true autofocus, but um, he he said I used to show up at a nine one one domestic call, and he said, you know what? I'd look around. If there were no injuries, he'd say typically to the guy. He said, look, she's pissed off at you tonight. I'm going to give you three options. You're going to come to the station with me. I'm going to drop you off at a friend's house or at a hotel. You pick. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Stay away from her. She's furious. Yeah. There's no injuries. There's nothing. Nothing broken. Nothing smashed. She just did the 911 thing. He says, now? Domestic assault policies, etc. I'm RoboCop. If I show up at a 911 call, someone's getting arrested. That's it. End of discussion. And, you know, There's I've had no... the benefit over the last decade to speak to some officers in certain circumstances. Right. And they really want it. Some really want to do the right thing right but they're pardon upon they're handcuffed they're handcuffed but oh i like that not by choice no it's terrifying no because you know well they're professionals they want to use discretion that's they right they want to investigate they're not robots like they're not they want to do a job yeah, it just job. doesn't mean taking a statement and putting cuffs and on arresting somebody, somebody. yeah it, it's let's bad. drill down on this let's more because back. so so not only did she do fake profiles to frame him uh, she started up explicit conversations with innocent men. Right. Um, and then used those conversations against him, claiming it was from him. What about injuries? Well, she, yeah. She also bought herself a hammer and did some self-inflicted injuries to her face, but that was in relation to another accused, not right. Please flush that out, because this is another issue we run into. Every so often in a domestic uh, assault case, Oddly enough, in a, in, in a high-conflict divorce where custody is at issue, okay. some clients of ours will say, I didn't do that. That's got to be self-inflicted. Right. And then the court will go, oh, nobody would do what, that Who would themselves. do that to themselves? Yeah, yeah. What happened here? Just, Not in relation to this poor guy, but right. to other, well, Just that. She, what did she do? Wounds to herself. With, a hammer. with she what? Bought a, with a hammer. She bought a hammer at Tesco and hit herself with it. Say that again? She bought a hammer at Tesco and hit herself. Is that like the British version of Costco? Something like that. Oh, Loblaw, sorry. Like a grocery store. Tesco. You went. You were there recently. I was just in London. Like, we saw Tesco everywhere. You might couldn't find in, in, in London? What? A bar. I found pubs where I had to sit down. But not like a bar Stand where you could bar. sit at. It was the oddest thing. Yeah, it was. So, so she took a f***ing hammer right. and injured herself. Right, right. But, okay. So no, no, no. False accusations fa- don't yeah, happen. Fa- no, no. It's, it's complete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so... So poor, 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 what's his name? Jordan, Trengrove. Things kind of settle down. Okay, the dust settles. You know, people are still looking at him funny. And on May 20th, 2020, Ellie here posts on the face her Facebook page that she had been trafficked and exploited by an Asian grooming gang. So she's taken it to the next level. It's not just one guy now. It's multiple guys. She didn't name this poor guy, but his name gets linked to the case because everyone knew the two had had something going on. And it goes viral, viral, to use that phrase. It goes nuts. Uh, 100,000 people join this Facebook page. Justice for Ellie. The wristbands, key rings, bumper stickers for solidarity. There's a rally organized where uh, cars drove by where this, this poor guy lived flying the banners. You know, he tried to say, "Guy, I, I didn't do anything. I didn't. I, like the charges didn't go anywhere. Didn't matter. He was a he's a rapist. 
they must have you know pulled the charges for some technicalities it got so bad he tried killing himself I'll say that again false allegation police cleared him he tried killing himself just to say this a recent trial somebody was convicted not my client killed himself somebody was accused about five months ago of something before even seeing a lawyer mm -hmm. committed suicide so sexual assault allegations are life-altering allegations mm -hmm. and people end their lives because of it they do fortunately he didn't but the amount of psychological damage this did to him um, he as he says the amount of problems put on my life just from one Facebook post is ridiculous because I'm autistic it's even harder I got diagnosed with complex PTSD because of all of this you know, sometime after this he had a child he became a father he couldn't even bond with his own own child because it was so traumatic what he experienced he just he said when I was in his newborn state I couldn't love him like a dad should I tried to distance myself away my whole life just became sitting and playing video games that was the only way I could escape the reality of my life the reality of his life where people would walk by and look give him the look spray paint paint rapist on his house okay just like when we post something about a win because we're trying to get a message out that there is due process, that there is something about proof beyond a reasonable doubt, that there is something called the presumption of innocence. And people revolt against that because how dare us defend anybody? It's despicable what we do. I say, you've got to adjust your uh, perspective on this. Just because someone's charged does not mean that they have committed the offense. We must keep an open mind. We must keep in check the presumption of innocence. We must stick to these democratic principles as a crucible of our system, or we will lose ourselves. Totally. And we have to stand on guard against any government that will come into power to take that away. Because if we do, we go down a very dangerous path. The liberal government has already done too much damage. And look at what happened in England. And I'm going to say this, because I know something happened to this young lady. In Scotland, we had a podcast mm -hmm. about special courts set up for sexual assault cases. Okay? Yeah. Those courts were set up to take certain sexual assault cases away from a jury trial to be in front of a judge, a judge who would be educated on the trauma of sexual violence. Mm -hmm. Think about that. They didn't even hide the fact that that is to try and enhance conviction rates because conviction rates with juries in Scotland apparently, for some reason, was low. Maybe, maybe, because the juries, maybe, maybe thought that the presumption of innocence meant something. Maybe because the juries thought that the proof beyond a reasonable doubt actually meant something. Maybe because they felt maybe the poor guy was innocent. Maybe. But that, let's get rid of that, put it in front of a judge, we fill his goddamn, his or her goddamn head full of other stuff and hope to God he convicts more people. They didn't even hide it. No. Imagine something like this going before a judge who is specifically set, and that's unfair to a judge. This has no place in the criminal justice system. None at all. None whatsoever. No. But, but listen. We are lucky we're in Canada. We are. 
but but listen to the the ripple effects of this until her the case is disposed of chain of events in this little town where the guy lived sharp rise in racism because one of the other men were uh, were islam i believe or muslim guy restaurant windows were smashed uh one muslim people will look for any excuse right. to commit racial crimes right. and it's disgusting it is a muslim restaurant owner was chased down the street by men who poured alcohol over his head they were going to light him on fire okay. because because somehow a, a, a gentleman right. of the Islamic faith right. was accused. Right, right, right. Um, local reporter who covered the case uh, had to leave um, after re after receiving numerous death threats for covering the story. He had been there on site. Um, all all of the ones who were accused were 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 called pedos in the street. They were spat at. Um, it, it was just horrible what, what happened to them in terms of the, the ripple effects, I call it. Ultimately, ultimately, and thank God, she was charged. She was charged because the police scrutinized each of the cases and said, wow, there's alibi here. So they, this they did a very good job. They did this. the right thing. They were, did the right thing they in, did a in good charging analysis. her. They did a good analysis. It took some time. Ten weeks, the other guy can't get back having spent, uh, you know. Well, his, the rest of his life is. Yeah, it is. But uh, she was ultimately charged. Um, there was a jury trial. She didn't plead guilty. This this went through to a jury trial. And she was found guilty. A jury ultimately found her guilty after three and a half hours of eight counts of perverting the course of justice. Like mind-boggling and, and as the crown prosecutor said who uh, prosecuted her he said the impact on those falsely accused has been devastating and this conviction now fully exonerates the men who she accused of serial sexual abuse each of Eleanor's Williams accusations were thoroughly investigated until it became clear that they were completely and incontrovertibly untrue and made with malevolent intent. And and Trent Grove said that he was over the moon about the decision of the right. jury, pledging to go home and give his son a big hug. Right. I've got my life back. Right. But the amount of time it took for this to go through, the amount of abuse. And he tried to commit suicide. And he tried, and so did the others. All, 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 the, all the men involved in this case. Three men falsely, here's another news story. Three men falsely accused of sexual assault by Eleanor Williams testify they attempted suicide. So all four. Do you get that? Like, that's disgusting. I'm asking people who view this podcast and actually like it to honestly share this because the message needs to get out. And we need to be careful about any government that wants to take away the rights that we have under our charter for a fair trial, to pick a fair jury, for the presumption of innocence, and frankly, to be very careful about bail. We gotta be very careful in Canada about whatever government comes in on the next election and wants to crack down on crime. We don't live in a lawless country. We have crime happens. Mm -hmm. But the reason we have less crime in the United States is because we're not 
crushing individuals right. because we are a civil society that respects dignity of every individual, including those who are accused of crimes and those who are convicted of crimes. And rehabilitation. We don't, wear, we don't warehouse people. We don't. We don't. And we need to adhere to these principles. It's not a joke. No. That's why we stand apart. And that's something we have to stand by. And so I suggest to any politician running for government, if you want to run on the platform of tough on crime laws, think about it very carefully. Because you may not like when your family member or friend is charged. Right. And the other thing that's very important here is that I believe we need enhanced funding for police services for the specialized units that investigate and have the ability to investigate, not from the presumption of guilt. We have to do away with this principle of we accept the allegation we believe. Just investigate. Yeah, that's it's that easy. With highly trained people to really investigate and have the resources available to them. Here, here. It's not complicated. This is this is a travesty. And so listen to what the judge says. So so the jury finds her guilty. She's sentenced to eight and a half years. Okay, eight and a half years. The judge says. I found her allegations to be complete fiction, complete. And, and he criticized her for showing no significant signs of remorse. None. Well, None. Like, she's, a, no, she's, no. she's what we would classify as a psychopath. Yeah, clearly, clearly. And But I want to switch it up now. So we get a lot of clients sitting in our office, in our boardroom. We win a case and they say to us, well, thank, thank you guys for doing such a great job. You guys were amazing. I'm glad I chose you guys. Um, can anything be done about her? Let's, trans, let's transfer this to Canada. What, 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 what's going to happen in Canada to... Same facts. Nothing. Yeah, not, not even a, I'm sorry from the Crown. Nothing. No. And why is that? Because it's hashtag we believe. Oh, me too. Look, you know... Um, We've had cases where we've got well, results. Stop, stop, stop. With these facts, don't snork. With these facts. I snort when I I know, laugh. sometimes you snork. It's okay. It was funny. It was. Okay. I didn't mean to. It's okay. That's okay. Um, You've consent. I know. Oh, good. Okay. Well, limited. Okay. Amen. Yeah. So Amen, Marcy, sister. On these facts in Canada... Because this will be a question. This could there. result. Could she be? Could she have been charged? What would she have been charged with here? Public mischief. Obstruct. Obstruct justice. So it would be open. To oh the yeah, hundred percent. To charge her. So what do we say to our clients when they say, "Why not"? What's your answer? There has to be very cogent, clear evidence founded by the police that she lied and that she manufactured and fabricated evidence. And to try and get that in this country is extremely difficult because the police are either hamstrung or don't want to investigate. That's the front end. I'm talking about the back end. There's no after, back end. No. There's no, no, no back end. After you've destroyed... There's no back end. No, no, yes. Listen, listen, No listen. back end. No, listen. No not, back end. You're not listening. Witness? Shush. After you've done one of your brilliant cross-examinations and shown... And they are brilliant. They are, and you do say so yourself. They do. Um, Black and white, you've demonstrated she's lied. It's not gray. She's no, it's lied. black and white. She's lied. Why does nothing happen? Why is there a reluctance by the Crown to then say... It's not the Crown's role in Canada. 
The Crown doesn't recommend an investigation into a complainant who lied. Right. The police will not take it upon themselves to do it. And politically, it's the wrong thing to do. So what are the clients to do? Are they then to go to the cops sue. and say, I want... Well, they, they can. They often don't have the money to do that. You know that. Right. Can they... What will happen if they show up at 51 Division or wherever and say, was falsely accused of this offense. Here's my brilliant lawyer's cross-examination. The judge found that she lied. The judge made... The judge said she lied. She fabricated. Can you go please charge her? Or I'm going to go to the Justice of the Peace to lay a private information. Your Worship, here are the facts. I want to have her charged privately for this offense. What's going to happen? At best, the response will be, I'm sorry, we can't help you. And that's a tragedy. Or you get a laugh at you. Yeah, well, yeah, either or. And there have been very significant instances where it's evident that the person has lied and fabricated evidence. Yes. And nothing happens. I have yet to see in any case where I am confident we've established that the evidence was false. Um, any pursuit of the complainant for that allegation just doesn't happen. And again, is that why? Is it because it's not black and white, or just because there's a reluctance out there? It's because of the political environment we live in. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I'm just going to say this: I, I represented a police officer's uh, son. And one. Mm -hmm. And he had the same response. How can this happen? Right. And his son was innocent. And I won. Mm -hmm. His son testified and did a great job. And he was believed. And everybody still walked away going, yeah, it's great. It's not it's found not guilty. But like, how did this happen? Yeah, why did this happen? And it is, we are in dangerous times. And, you know, I've said in a previous episode that I think in listening to judgments that I'm receiving now, we've reached an equilibrium where judges are getting a really good handle on the law mm -hmm. and the myth-based reasoning and how to balance everything and are getting brave enough to say certain things mm -hmm. and, 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 and are quitting where it's not that clear, okay? Right. Because they believe in, in proof beyond a reasonable right. doubt. And, and, thank and, God and, for and again, yeah. I commend our judiciary. Yes. Um, but I think we're not at the stage to accept that everything is not black and white, that it needs to be investigated. Right. Sometimes people lie, sometimes they fabricate, and those that fabricate need to be investigated and charged because it does a disservice to everybody. To real, to real victims, for example. It does. It does, it does. damage to the real victims. Right. right. And, you know, you know, there are real victims of violence. Of course. No one's disputing that. We don't want to have a fallacy, uh, you know, uh, uh, propagated in the whole system. But, I, I, you know, I don't know what the answer is yeah, right yeah. now. And I don't think there's the political will. I mean, no. you know, I just listened to a politician last night talking about some other shit going, you know, about his bail reform and all the other stuff. And it's just such a superficial analysis. It's such right. a bullshit political statement to get right. votes. Nobody's interested in drilling down. And I'm hoping, frankly, you know, if this academic is able to work with us and, and Diana's non-for-profit organization, we might be able to get some good traction, traction on this. Um, but that's going to take time, time and it's going to take education. 
I think it's going to be a shift in a paradigm to try and get people to to understand that, you know, there's a lot to this. Right. You know, it's terrifying, though. At the end of all of this, when I go home or after my boys watch this podcast, I don't know what to tell them. I, and I, I, like, how do you protect yourself against this? You're a teenager. You're out there. You know, you're going to clubs. You're going to restaurants. You're dating. How do you, how do you protect well, yourself? Well, I, I tell you what I say is like... I say I'll go hide under your bed until you're 40, maybe. No, <laughs> I, I, I think, you know, what's very important is there's no... You know, if you're looking for advice, like I, I'm not giving advice, but like no, no. no hookups. If somebody's intoxicated, right. you know, you no. walk, you don't. No um, Tinder, no, 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 like, no hookups. Be in a relationship, have a, a build up a, a period of yeah. time and understanding. Meet publicly. And, and, and I'm not, again, I want to be very careful. There's a lot of great women out there. Oh, yeah, Like in young women who are fantastic and everybody's wonderful. Of course. But because these things happen, you have to I be just cautious. think you've got to be you extremely to, you, cautious You have now. to be, you have to be. It takes nothing, as we've demonstrated, to make this Because allegation. people say for whatever reason. Right, right. We're human beings. Right. There's irrational acts all the time. All the time. Oh, f okay. Yeah, it's just a scary time to be a young man. No, it's a scary time to be... Young. <laughs> and a man. And a man. Thank you. If you have questions, please email us. We've been getting very great comments and interesting questions. If you like the podcast, please like, share, subscribe, hit notification, and help get the message out there so that we understand that, you know, sometimes they're not always true, these allegations, okay? And be careful out there. You could be next. Sorry. Be That's, careful. Be careful. All right, dude. Until yeah, next time. Until next time. And draft that appeal. I'm we have to win that on, one. I'm working on it.